0: Are listening to the Horror Cave and Friends
1: podcast. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Horror Cave and Friends podcast. Today, we got a good one for you. We are going to be doing another Horror Cave and Friends podcast, true crime episode. Let's go. This is going to be exciting. I have a really good case that I want to talk about that is super like crazy. I also had a movie based on it, and it's really interesting. (laughs) Terrible things happen to these people, but we are going to talk about this. And Jesse has a really good case as well. Now, yes. we are going to go right into this, kicking things off. Um, I think I'm going to start off with my case, and then um, after I talk about that, then Jesse's going to go right into his. Um, so, starting off with mine, mine is also um, has a movie based on it case. Now, it's based loosely on the actual case. Uh, the name of the movie is called The Frozen Ground, starring Nicolas Cage and none other than vanessa hudgens now uh two big actors and actresses um and this movie is really good however the actual case behind um you know some of the ideas for this movie is insane now this case is about a man named robert hansen um who was called the butcher baker that's what he was known as in the media and this guy was crazy Now, between 1971 and 1983, um, Robert Hansen was abducting, murdering, sexually assaulting 17 women in and around Anchorage, Alaska. Now, this is the craziest part to me. Okay. Now, obviously, terrible people do terrible things when they like hurt somebody or murder somebody. But what's so sickening and crazy about this case is that this man literally would pick them like he would, you know, abduct them and then he would fly them over to a remote area in the wilderness and he would hunt them down with a Ruger mini 14, which is like a a small pistol and a knife. He basically was hunting them like for sport almost like that is absolutely insane to me. This guy got away with it for 17 times before he was caught and convicted in 1983 So that is absolutely insane. And what's even more crazy is that this guy kept doing it nonstop, nonstop for 17 times. And on top of that, before he was even, uh, you know, killing, uh, he was even doing other crimes. Like he was arrested for burning down a country board of education school bus. Like, that is insane. And then he was also diagnosed with bipolar disorder a little bit before he started doing uh, the actual crimes. So, like, this was a huge recipe for disaster. This is crazy. Like, all of this stuff probably accumulated in him and just made him go berserk, which is absolutely insane. And then in uh, 1963, he... He was married to his second wife and um, who he had two kids with. Now, the craziest part is that in the city uh, in Alaska, Anchorage, um, it said that he was well liked by his neighbors and set several local hunting records. So people probably saw this guy and thought, oh, you know, that's old, That's old Robert. You know, he's such a nice guy. You know, that that's just yeah. how he is. He's a cool dude. But behind the scenes, he was a totally different person. Probably like the devil in disguise, honestly, if you really think about it. <laughs> oh, like crap. that is absolutely insane. Somebody that they thought was totally normal, you know, doing what I guess normal people did in Alaska at that time, you know, hunting, whatever, which is a normal thing. But behind the scenes, he was, you know, totally the complete opposite. And Like wearing uh, a mask. Oh, absolutely. Which is crazy. So he got away uh, well, not didn't get away, but for a while, uh, for a time, he got away with seventeen murders, and then you know, of course, he was caught and convicted in nineteen eighty three. was sentenced to four hundred and sixty one years without the possibility Ooh. of parole, and he passed away in twenty fourteen due to natural causes, due to his lingering health conditions. Uh, he was oh, age seventy five when he passed away, mm. and um, you know, obviously, when he passed away, the movie. Uh, that was based on, uh, you know, events from that uh, loosely was made in 2013. Now, I haven't heard anything about, you know, the him being mad or upset that they kind of used, I guess, details and how they did it. Because in the movie, um, it's like, you know, he kidnaps him, picks him in a plane, takes him to the wilderness area. And then, yeah. you know, he hunts him down and everything. But I think the movie is a little bit Different because I I, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I think like the the main actress something like that, she does some certain things that didn't like happen to one of his victims or anything like that. So it's very different, which mm-hmm. is why I say it's like loosely based on um, the case. Obviously, there's many elements that are related to it, but it's very different. However, um, this has always been one of those cases that has always been so crazy to me because. Mm-hmm. You know, when people murder people, they kind of just either they're doing it purposely, like they're going after someone and they're just going to do it right then and there. Or yeah. unfortunately, probably maybe someone gets you know caught in the crossfire or something. You never know what the situation might be. But yeah. what's crazy is this guy was so sick in the head that he would pick people up or abduct them, excuse me. He would abduct them and then he would take them to a remote area in the wilderness and just like hunt them like what the Like what do you think about that, Jesse? Like, that is insane.
0: Like Bro, like, <laughs> you know, just to, you know, hear the story once again, because I remember um seeing it on uh Forensic Files, I believe. <laughs> so um I remember uh I believe one of uh the women survived and she was really lucky because the thing about it and this is probably gonna trip y'all out, but God was with her because, um, he took her to this, uh, to the airport that he usually goes to, to fly them out to the remote Island or however he does it. Mm -hmm. So he turned his back for a good couple minutes, uh, while doing something on the plane. So that survivor, the woman that got away, she had a chance and she took off and ran and she ran and she ran, bro. And, uh, just for him to like basically take these women, kidnap them, put them in a plane, and then fly them all the way out to a remote island where pretty much he knows basically or wherever the wherever the hell he took them to the woods, whatever he knew the grounds of it, it was his right. playground, you know what I mean so um for just think about it for a woman to go through that bro and to be to run out there in the wilderness. To run from a man that you know that's going to kill you, like you put yourself in, you know, that woman's shoes, that would be creepy as hell, man. Oh, yeah. But I do want to say at the same time, my survivor instincts will kick in because, like, the thing about it is, man, if people don't learn and, you know, look up stuff, man, you don't, you you won't never know. You'll learn some stuff. And I would have played his game and I would have took him down, man like straight up. Like I would have died tried to take him down. I wouldn't say I'm no Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a man would try. That's all I could say.
1: Absolutely. And you were right. I'm looking at this right now. So she did um her name was Cindy Paulson and uh her age was 17 and the date that uh oh, she went missing was June 13th, 1983. Mm-hmm. Now, the crazy part is that Um, she was the last person that, you know, technically that, you know, he kidnapped and everything and she got away and that was the last crime that he ever did because he got caught shortly after that. She survived um, and what's crazy to me is that, you know, she was the last one that got away and she was the last one to survive and it just goes to show you that she had, you know, she had guts to get away from this and I'm not sure how big the the town was or the city was in alaska which was anchorage but mm-hmm. i would think that if all these things were happening near that area or people would like it around like oh man this is crazy because it sounded like a really like small you know community it didn't sound like a big yes. you know like los angeles or san francisco you know what i mean where if you hear something like that it's gonna be like okay yeah whatever because it's huge but mm-hmm. in like a small knit community that'd be kind of scary because it'd probably be one of those things was like oh this could be anybody like, who Who knows who this is? You know, is, is it somebody living in the hills? Like, the hills have eyes or something? Or, like, you know, <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> but that is some pretty, like, man, that is some really scary stuff. Like, just to think about, just some guy who would just grab people and take them to the mountains and hunt them, like. It's fully nuts, bro. That's scary. I, I Like, <laughs> dude, someone like that probably watched Friday the 13th way too much and just got too many weird ideas, like. That yeah, is kill, 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 stuff.
0: my, ma, ma. what the heck.
1: Yeah, like, oh, man, some people are just absolutely insane. Now, if you guys thought that case was crazy and absolutely insane, which it was, I think yes. Jesse's might top just that. Jesse has a really good one, and uh, Jesse's going <sighs> to okay. kick it off and get right into it. All
0: right. All right. So here's the thing. You guys probably have already heard about this case it's been um i don't know if it's been worldwide but i know a lot of people out there in the world has probably already heard about this but um tonight guys uh my story is gonna be about the murder of cassie joe uh i believe uh her last name is Stoddard. i don't know how to pronounce it but i'm just gonna go with cassie joe um, she was a 16-year-old, you know, going to um, high school, you know, just like any other, you know, young woman going to high school, minding her own business, trying to, you know, live her life or whatnot. And um, it turns out that this woman was house-sitting, I believe, for her family or, you know, for some friends or for her aunt or something like that. And she got murdered while house-sitting. Now, what makes the story really, really eerie is that the people that murdered her was the two boys that she was sitting next to in class or see in the school halls every day. And not only these two, these two guys right here, okay, not only these two guys did she know these two guys, but she knew these two guys and these guys were not right in their head. Because their idols were screen movies and Halloween movies and Kill Bill. That sounds like Stu and and Billy. Yep. They. Let's just put it like this, guys. They were another Stu and Billy. They were the Stu and Billy in real life, but a little bit more stupid. If you catch my drift. Now, at least Billy and Stu had a plan and somewhat of it worked but you see how that ended so let's let's just keep it real these guys had a motive of basically wanting to be like the screen killer Mm -hmm. they basically call these people on they call these two guys on the media the screen killers and their names is going to be brian draper and Tori, i can't pronounce his last name you know and i don't know if i'm gonna pronounce it right any damn way so i don't want to so i'm just gonna put it
1: adam sick i think adam sick
0: all right so it's kind of (laughs) weird yeah I'll see yeah (laughs) just like him and um we're gonna put it like this man Tori and brian had the minds thought they had the minds of a psychopath thought they had the minds of you know like some real smart psychopaths like they was gonna get away with it so we're gonna jump back into the story um make a long story short cassie her boyfriend brian and tori were all chilling at the aunt's house that night and um they were all watching the movie you know doing their thing and basically brian and tori ended up uh leaving they left Um, but before they left, they unlocked one of the doors in the house so they could get back in later. So that night, after they left, their law, they, their, I said, I was about to say lullaby, guys. Yeah, I was about to say lullaby. Oh my God. But their (laughs) alibi, (laughs) their alibi was that they were at the movies, you know, watching a movie. Mm -hmm. But Little did anyone know they were parked maybe probably like a like a block down the street or a block down the road or whatever. They was parked down the road. And that night, Cassie um, wanted her boyfriend to stay with her. But the mom wasn't, you know, wasn't about that, you know. And right. there, there could have been a lot of, you know, reasons for that because, you know, she's 16, they're young kids, you know, and what else could be on young kids' minds except for, you know, right. hanky-panky-panky-panky. Panky, panky. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, a mom's like, she's probably like, I don't want no grandkids. But yeah, this, this ain't no life that matter, guys. I ain't trying to make this no joke. But I'm just saying, like, put your mind in the, in the shoes of the mother. Mm-hmm. Because if I was a father, I wouldn't want my son, you know, they're young kids, anything could happen. But if he would have stayed that night, he probably the two things he probably would have got murdered or he probably would have saved Cassie that night that, you know, but um, he ended up leaving. So before we get into the walk in of these guys going back into the house, I'm going to tell you guys this. These guys recorded everything on videotape about the plot of what they was going to do. And, you know, they were saying that, you know, things have to, you know, people have to be sacrificed and Cassie just has to be one of them, bro. So Cassie is going to be our first victim. They recorded everything telling us what they was going to do with the plot. They was in the school, basically in the school at the library, I believe, where they were both um, telling us. To the, to the audience, their audience pretty much how they was going to do this murder and how they was going to plot it. Now, it wasn't going to be Cassie at first. Uh, I believe it was going to be either the boyfriend or it was going to be somebody else in their school. But they ended up choosing Cassie. So back to where Cassie's boyfriend leaves. Okay? Now, we have Cassie, a 16-year-old, in a, in a big house by herself. And all she's trying to do is... House it for her family, you know, Mm -hmm. so Brian Draper and Tori, they ended up um, going back to the house. Once they knew that the boyfriend was gone, they entered where, you know, pretty much the door was unlocked. And what they did was try to scare her at first. So they knocked over some things. It didn't work. I guess it didn't alarm her. So um, I believed um, they start moving up closer into the house and started breaking more things. And I believe that's when Cassie heard and alerted that pretty much some somebody was in the house. And to make a long story short, man, um, and it fucks with me because and I'm sorry to curse, guys, because I, I as I close my eyes and I talk to you guys right now, I've seen the the autopsy of her stabs i believe she was stabbed like if i'm not if i'm correct she was probably stabbed more than 17 or 30 times if i'm if i'm uh she was stabbed a lot we're just gonna put it like this guys she was stabbed a lot and i've i've heard about this case i've seen it on tv and everything and i'm not gonna you know, sit here and read everything off my phone because I just wanted to tell you guys from my own perspective and you know from what I could remember. So they stabbed her a lot, man. They stabbed her a whole lot. And the thing about it is they frightened her. They wore masks. Yeah. They had um they didn't have butcher knives. They I don't know what kind of knives they were, but they had some good knives. They had a display of knives. You know what I'm saying? And they had masks on. And guys I'm going to tell you like this, Brian, uh, Tori, uh, you're in jail. I don't know if you're ever going to hear this podcast. And to the parents, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect your children. I'm going to put it to you like this. Brian, uh, he pretty much knew he he knew he has came to basics with what he done. He's older now. I've seen a um, video where he says that he, you know, he's alerted you know, of what he's done. He knows what he's done. And it it haunts Brian to this day. And you can see it in his eyes. You, he tears up about it, man. And once they uh, pretty much got through killing her, bro, they went back on their recorder after they got through killing her. And said, we just killed Cassie, man. We just killed Cassie. This is not a joke. Uh, 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 I, saw her, I saw her life leave her body. And the person who was saying that was Brian. And Tori said, shut the F, shut the f up. We got to get our story right, man. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to have sympathy for Brian because what you did, Brian, was messed up. Tori, what you did was messed up. She didn't deserve that. You guys ain't no screen killers. You guys are scary movie killers. You're the Ghostface. You're the Ghostface killer of scary movie. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're doofuses. You're doofies, Okay. Mm-hmm. She didn't deserve that. Not one bit, bro. You guys had a whole life of a uh, whole life ahead of you. You know what I'm saying? Any other 16 year old would have been thinking about trying to get in some panties, man. Not trying to kill somebody. Okay. So, I do want to say this for Brian. He has learned his lesson. He ha- he knows what he he's aware of what he's done, and I know it haunts him because in his uh, interrogation, he was crying, saying, "I'm so sorry," and he said. Oh, check this out. He said, "It's not like how it is in the movies. It's different." And let me tell you this: Cassie probably didn't die like how it looks in the movies, man. It was probably a lot more vicious, and it was probably a lot more brutal. And she was probably screaming out for help, dude. Brian said that she screamed out a eerie, the most uh, eerie scream, bro. And that's something that haunted me. You know what I'm saying? So. I do want to say rest in peace to Cassie, Cassie, Joe, you know, you didn't deserve it. I want to say, God bless uh, your parents. You know, uh, they had to, they had to deal with this. They had to sit and wait in trial and get justice for her. You know what I mean? And Brian is aware of what he's done, but Tori he's acting like he's innocent. Like he had no idea of what he was doing or and all that crap and his parents. Okay. Check this out. The parents are going to be in denial. I understand. You want to love your child. If it was in my shoes, if I had a child and he did this, yes, I would love my child, but I would not sit there and be in denial about what he's done. Because if my child done wrong wrong and killed somebody, I, Oh my God, I'm sorry, but you have to do, you have to pay for what you do. Cause i I'm not going to kill anybody. So, mm-hmm. Tory parents if you have anything on this man I'm sorry but y- your sons Did this and they have to live with this for the Rest of their life man and I just Believe it's cold and to Brian and Tori, dude You're idiots that's All I got to say you're both idiots Because now look at you and check this out I'm 30 years old just like you guys You guys are like 31 years old but I- I'm living my life I'm free It might not be the glamorous life but I'm not Out here killing people bro And now you have to live in jail like that for the rest of your life. And you're around my age, bro. And you could be out here living, smelling fresh air. So with my last words, and I hate to be harsh, don't drop the soap.
1: Yeah. That is so true. That is so crazy to me, like how these kids took this, you know, to Probably watching all those movies and everything, and they just took it to a whole nother level. Just that's that's insane to me. Thank you. That thank
0: you, and that's that. Crazy. That's just my point, guys. That's just my point. And I'm sorry if I talked a lot, guys, but that's just my point. I've been following. I've been following this case. I'm not no detective, but I've been following this case, hearing about the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched the videos, everything, and these guys. We we're ba- we're basically almost around the same age. They're like probably a year older than me right now. And they did this, I think, back in 2006 or 2008. I can't really remember at this time. But during that time, I was in high school, and I was worried about the girls. I wasn't worried about killing people, bro. Like, I was watching horror movies. I don't let that affect me. All because I play GTA doesn't mean I'm going to go out here and get in somebody's car and steal it and ride off with it. So... And, like, and that kind of plays into sense. like
1: current day stuff too. Cause you know how like a lot of people say, like, oh, because kids are playing this, it's going to poison their mind and all that stuff. I don't think yeah. it's going to do that necessarily. I think it has to do a lot with like even people with mental illness and, yeah. you know, people that genuinely need help. Cause I don't think, you know, like a video game or something like that should be an excuse for what somebody's doing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It, because these people are making this stuff and putting it out there. And hey, let me, let me, let me put it to you guys like this. Okay. Don't ever try to sit and blame a movie or a TV show made you do something, because let me tell you this, man, you have the choice to do it or not do it. Unless you're mental or you don't have a right mind or something like that. OK, I will give you a pass. Whatever, man. Uh, but it's just a simple fact that if you want to kill somebody, then want to blame it on the movies. Like, cut it out, dude. You chose to put that dang knife in your hand. You chose to embrace that movie. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna be a screen killer. Okay, well, I'm gonna put on a hockey mask and 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 kill people in camps now. You made that fucking choice. And I'm sorry to curse again, but golly, that just pisses me off, man. Cause uh, I'll just I'm I'm gonna be quiet, people. I'm gonna be quiet, Chad.
1: <laughs> it, it, no, it's so crazy though, because uh and then, even though what's more pathetic with people like that, who would go out there and kill somebody because they said, you know, they watched the movies or whatever, and they got inspiration from all that crap. It's all like, how are you going to use that as like a sorry excuse for what you did? That's just because you watch a movie, and you're going to blame it on the movie doesn't doesn't mean it makes it OK. Thank you. Know what you. I mean? Like, I, I don't understand how people even just hearing that sounds crazy to me. Thank you. People are gonna say, like, (laughs) oh, you know, the movies made me do it or whatever. It's like, what the heck are you thinking?
0: It's like, I'm gonna tell you guys like this. It's like you guys, like, bro, it's like the killer from uh it's like the killer from screen two. When we found out the killer from screen two, his motive was to use the movies and take take it to trial so he could basically blame it on the movies and then just get away with free murder. Oh, I'm gonna blame it on the movies. We're gonna take this to the trial like what was you thinking well i think his name was mickey i can't really remember what his character name was in that the screen too but um he was gonna blame it on the movies and all that crap and let me tell you something for all you people out there that want to kill people from horror movies and think you're the next michael myers or jason check this out bro bro you bleed okay michael and jason are not real people and on top of that, they're, are, they're both immortal, okay? They don't die, alright? So, all you people trying to be copycats of killers, cut that crap out. Getting the motive from killers, stop. Stop. Because you're not like them. And on top of that, when you're watching a horror movie, people, when that person is getting killed, it's fake!
1: Mhm. Oh God, man. Cut really it out. Cool. And I I know that there's some people out there in the world that think like, oh man, I want to be the next Michael Myers. I want to be this. Like, no, you don't want to be that. And nor should you (laughs) be thinking about that because that is absolutely insane.
0: Go ahead, put, go, go ahead, put on a Michael Myers mask, put on, put on a Michael Myers mask, put on some baggy ass overalls <laughs> and walk your stupid behind down the street with a knife, not breathing, turning your head, looking at somebody guaranteed you would get shot and die. You're not going to rise and get back up like Michael Myers. You're going to get shot and you're going to be no longer. You're going to go straight to God. Mm hmm. like come on man get a grip on life man and i'm not saying like i'm 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 not no better than any anybody people like i'm not a perfect person but i'm not out here killing people dude Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so i'll just leave it at that i'm shutting my mouth now because i feel like i talked a lot but that case and tory and brian dude don't drop the so you better hope you got full grip on it boy
1: Mm -hmm, because yeah it it is so crazy and just to think how you know with relating both cases to each other in a way where what the hell are these killers thinking or just these people before they even do the crime because like uh robert hansen he wanted to take people out to the wilderness and kill them which he did and then these two wanted to you know recreate what they see in movies and try to act like something that they're not like i'm really curious Mm -hmm. in like the psychology of this kind of stuff and like, well, one thing that'd be really cool if we can actually get on the podcast is like a psychiatrist who knows, you know, a little bit about like people with psycho episodes and stuff like that, because that'd be really interesting yeah. to talk about, because like, I wanted to know, like, what, what is making these people tick? You know what I mean? Like, this is insane. Yeah. It- it's they... insane. And what they're doing <sighs> is terrible, but it's interesting at the same time, because it's just like, you know, the average person is not thinking about this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. It's
1: so, yeah, it's so crazy to me.
0: You know, and like, like, uh, like I said, guys, I'm not better than nobody, man. And I'm not trying to bash these people. Well, actually, no, nah, f- no, nah, forget that. We bashing killers, man, because let me put it to you like this, bro. I'm not out here killing little girls. I'm not out here raping little girls. I'm not out here slicing people necks and all that stuff, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, get a grip and. Let me tell you something. I have common sense because I know dang well, if I kill somebody, my black behind is finna go to jail. And who wants to be in jail with a lot of men? OK, I don't. I don't want to have to look over my shoulders where somebody's trying to get in my cheeks, man. Yeah, come on. And I hate to be wrong, people, but that's that's what that's what happens, man. You go to jail. Somebody's looking at your cheeks. What?
1: That you have to eat that and not food only that, you probably that. have to watch your back every five seconds because depending on what you yeah. did, if you like did <gasps> anything. I know like in prison or something like that, I've heard that if you like done anything to a child or anything like that, you're gonna be like number one. Oh, they gonna yeah. be watching after you and they're gonna wanna hurt you. Oh yes. Rightfully so about. though, especially with what <laughs> you did. Because if you're doing anything <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? That it's crazy. You would get shanked quick. You would get shanked so
0: quick. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm telling you, you could be walking in line. Now, you have the freaking uh, category of a rapist or, or a category of a killer or whatever, killing little girls. Soon as you walk in that line, soon as you go up in that jail, you get your covers, all that stuff. Oh, well, you know, I'm a killer. Ain't nobody's going to mess with me. Trust me. It is some more ruthless killers than you. Okay? And you don't want to meet them because they will kill you. Okay? Have you seen, have you, what's that? Have you seen Scare straight? Have you seen these prison documentaries? I've seen them. Okay. I'm up on game. So go ahead, killers. Go ahead. Do F up your life. That's all I got to say. Yep. Absolutely. You don't get to see no women. You don't get to see no booty, no bodies, no, no women smell, no nothing. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Y'all lost your mind.
1: And it's so crazy because I'm assuming that they're not going to be thinking before they actually do something like that, because, like, you know, it, it's so, it, it almost feels like they have nothing to lose, even though they do. Even though they're not, yeah. you know, dying, they're still losing their life because they're going to just be behind bars, you know, for yeah. however long, or even if it's a life sentence or whatever that be. Like, I, it, it's so crazy. Like, they're meant, I want to know what their mentality is with all this stuff. Like, this is so crazy. You know, they're, they're probably thinking mm-hmm. to themselves, oh, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go, go yeah. here, do that. I don't care. And then when you're behind bars, you're probably thinking, Oh, I'm so sorry for all this. And it's like, what the hell was going through your head when all this was happening?
0: Yeah, you sorry you got caught. That's yeah. what the hell you sorry for. Exactly. Now, I- I'ma say, okay, I'm gonna leave you guys, I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you guys with this. Now, there are some killers out there that have no mentality, that have no part of the brain that has sympathy. And now, there's some killers out there that are cold-hearted killers. And I'm talking about. Let me put it to you like this: Everybody should know who the Ice Man is. He was a mafia hitman, and you can. And I bet you can interview that man to this day, and he's still going to be the same freaking way he was in his last interview from the uh, years ago. He, this man has no sympathy. He just wasn't born. Now. He has sympathy towards his uh, daughters. Now, his daughters is his weakness. That's one thing I can't say that I noticed about him. But, far as when it came to him killing, he didn't feel no remorse. He didn't feel anything. Now, if you get into the mind of a psycho killer, man, some of them wasn't born with that part of the brain. Uh, Or should I say they had a real rough childhood or they've been, you know what I'm saying? Uh, What could I say? They've been through some real trauma. So, The mind of a psycho killer, it probably will be uh, hard to understand, but it will also be eerie to like eerie and, you know, to understand, because you have to see from their point of view sometime to understand, like, these people don't care, man. And they don't feel nothing about the killings that they do. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes that's what makes it scary. Now, we know who Jason and Michael is, like I said earlier. And those killers, yeah, they creep us out. Right. But those are movie killers. Totally Now, fake. walk into a real killer, walking these streets. And he ain't finna do that stalking Michael Myers stuff. Like, I'm talking about take a knife in you and gut you and look you in your eyes type shit. Now, now, that's some scary stuff right there. But it doesn't give these people the right to do this. But Some people just don't like to live by the rules. And some people don't like to live by the rules of
1: life and rights and wrongs and i'm just gonna leave it like that absolutely it's so crazy and i I think something that'd be really cool that um to have on the podcast is to find like a a psychiatrist or someone who deals with people like this on a daily basis maybe in like a rehab rehabilitation facility or something i'm gonna look into that because i I would love to have somebody on the podcast and talk about that yeah Um, i feel like that would be super super um interesting and you know getting to hear from I guess, like, would that be like a doctor's point of view? Kind of like seeing how the mm-hmm. patients act, what mm-hmm. they've learned over the years and what might like, you know, set them off, stuff like that. I think yep. that would be because they know the
0: patterns, good. you know, they're oh, real. Absolutely. They're real. Uh, how could I put it? They're real. Einstein's when it comes to, you know, uh, the people that understand the psycho. you know, killers, you know, the, the people that put in their time and get into the minds of them I'm telling you those are some real smart people, bro. Okay. Real smart people.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is going to be it for this week's episode of the Horror Cave and Friends podcast. We hope you enjoyed the very first episode of Horror Cave Roulette. Um, now, obviously, we've done a true crime case before, which was the getty Petito case. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to be do- uh, starting every here and there. We're going to be doing true crime roulette, where Jesse and I will, you know, we'll get a different um, true crime case. Um, mm-hmm. something crazy something creepy and then you know we'll share it with you guys and share. uh me and jesse will share it with each other so oh, yes. on that note thank you guys so 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 much i know i say this every podcast and i know you guys are probably so tired of it but we have no idea how much me and jesse appreciate each and every single one of you all of our listeners from the u.s mm-hmm. and we also have like two listeners from Ireland and Norway. So shout out to you guys. If you're listening to this, yes, that is so cool. Um, Shout out to everybody. (laughs) Every single person listening to this episode, major, major shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. And if you guys don't know already, we are officially on Twitter. Um, I posted it on Instagram a couple of days ago, but we are on Twitter at capital H C F underscore podcast. So if you guys want to stay up to date with, uh, you know, some news, um and or uh just little tidbits that we're putting out about the podcast everything will be on there as well as a brand new small little uh segment that jesse will be hosting that will be strictly for social media um it is going to be horror news however details for that will come later this week oh yes meaning we're actually going to put out a little quick uh horror news thing this week so stay tuned for that I'm super excited for you guys to see that Jesse has some stuff brewing up for you guys and it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be really, really good.
0: So, and also guys, um, I just want to throw in there. Sorry to interrupt my bro. chat. I just want to put out there guys, we do have a Twitter now. And uh, if you want to, you know, uh, Twitter me, I'm fine with that because I'm following four people and I only have one follower. (laughs) So (laughs) if you're listening, people, please follow me at real, J Clark 91 and I'm going to spell that out for you guys. R E A L J C C L A R K 91. Now, if you guys want to tweet me, I'm cool with that. If you want to send me a little sum sum or send me uh send me some tweets and I mean like send me a little sum sum like uh money or anything like that. But if you want to know me personally or hey man how the podcast going or what you got brewing, you know, just let me know.
1: Absolutely. Um, and so yeah, those are our Twitter handles. So if you guys are interested, check us out. The Horror Cave and Friends podcast Twitter. I'm going to be posting out like updates on what I'm working on, what Jesse's working on. And, um, you know, to keep uh, to keep the Horror Cave and Friends podcast train moving. So on that note. Thank you guys once again for tuning into this episode of True Crime Roulette. We can't wait to bring more bigger, better episodes for each and every single one of you each week. Thank you guys so much, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.